Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast on the Psalms. And today we continue with part 2 of Psalm 146. Now if you have missed part 1 of Psalm 146, may I encourage you to uh, just tune in to the Tuesday's uh, podcast and you can find part 1 over there. Now again I will read the whole of Psalm 146 and then focus on verses 7 to 10 for today. Psalm 146 Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever. And verse 7, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, the Lord sets the prisoners free, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind, the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down, the Lord loves the righteous, the Lord watches over the sojourners, he upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we come before you once more in reflection of Psalms 146. Lord, help us to be still and grant that we are now guided by your Spirit even as we listen, and even as we seek your strength to obey. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now verses 7 to 9 focus on God's heart for a group of people often ignored by the society at large. Those who are oppressed, those who are hungry, imprisoned, blind, bowed down, sojourners, widows and the fatherless. The psalmist declared that God shall give true justice to those who are oppressed, either by their masters or when they are being oppressed under um, political and economic systems of which they are living in. God shall give food to those who are often hungry, largely due to sustained poverty or having faced a disaster such as you know, persons now being made refugees due to the war in Ukraine. God shall set the prisoners free, especially of those wrongly accused. And this can also be an allusion to how Jesus shall set us free from sin and death through his own blood. God shall open the eyes of the blind, a miracle done by Jesus in John chapter 9, if you remember the sermons. And this can also point to how Christ opened the eyes of the blindness of our hearts by proclaiming the truth and giving grace for us to receive the truth. God shall lift up those who are humbled for his love is for the righteous. God shall watch over the foreigners or the exiles to a community, the widows and persons who lost their parents. Indeed, we praise the Lord for his heart for this group of persons. I mean, if God is only rooting for the rich and the powerful, then He is not really a God of love. 
a God of justice, a God of mercy, and a God of compassion. God's heart for the poor and needy assured that God knows our every need and will provide for them if we seek Him. And we need not be anxious and fearful even if we are you know, being betrayed or oppressed by the wicked because God promised that He will bring to ruin the ways of the wicked and He Himself loved righteousness. Now we might not see some of these things happening now, but all will be done on the last day. And the question we need to ask also is how is God going to do all these things? We do witness divine intervention and miracles, but quite often I believe God chooses to care for those in need through His people, people who truly follow Christ and His ways. And there will be us, and there will be the church. So how will God give justice to those wrongly accused? Now perhaps some of us are in the system and in a profession and we are given such opportunities to do so. We can also volunteer our services with agencies such as HealthServe, right? We seek to help migrant workers seek justice from errant employers. How will God give food to the hungry? Many of us in Singapore are actually blessed in many ways. Many Christians in the Methodist churches are blessed in many ways. Yet there are also many who live in poverty. And we can and we should give generously to those who are hungry and in need. We need not try to give to everyone, but we can, you know, um, adopt some, right? Adopt some and be more long-term in our giving and our help to them. Because the point is to lift some of this, lift up some of these families from where they are, not only through material blessings, but perhaps more importantly also through the gift of fellowship, through the gift of friendship, and of course the gospel. Now Agape Methodist Church will be organizing another food drive soon, and I will encourage you to participate actively in this. How can God set the prisoners free and open the eyes of the blind? I will think that largely through our proactiveness to share the gospel with others, especially those who are in prison and those who are unwell. How can God lift up those who are bowed down, largely through care and love for those who are afflicted emotionally? And as a church, we ought to be more aware of those around us who are suffering in this way and love as Jesus loved. How can God watch over the sojourners, the widows, and the fatherless? Same thing, basically through the church, because the church is called to be the salt and light of where we are serving, where we are ministering, where we are called to be. And as a church, we ought to be more proactive to seek out and to care for those who are largely invisible, the eyes of the society, not only towards those who come to church, but also within the community of which we are called to be. Indeed, as the psalmist started and concluded with praising God, we can also praise God for who He is. Personally, I'm so thankful to be you know, able to serve under the shelter of such a great and loving God.
one whose love is really for everyone, no matter you know who we are or where we come from. And Jesus, being God incarnate, you know, he had demonstrated this well enough, right, through his time on earth. He has spent so much time with those who are poor, with those who are in need, and those who are needy and largely ignored by the society. Let us therefore learn how to be likewise also. Let us take reference from this part of Psalms 146. Let us be a church known not only you know, for how good we do things within the church or how good our services can be, but I think more so for how we love and care for the invisible. Let us be a church that's really the salt and light of where we are called to be. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this psalm. We thank you for Psalm 146, which uh, give us uh, so much of wisdom and uh, also conviction of how really to love the people around us. We pray, O Lord, that you give us the love of Christ in our hearts to be there, really. Be there, not just in uh, giving materially, but be there for the people who are suffering, for the people who are lost, for the people who feel so alone all the time, for people who are struggling even with their daily meals. Lord, help us to be a church that care for all these persons in our midst, O God. We thank you, Father. We pray for strength. We pray for love to do all these things. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.